Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Making Room for Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive. We're full of praise and thanksgiving. You're such a good God. As we celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus, in this holiday season, we come so thankful. Thank you for loving us so much. You sent Jesus to this earth to die for our sins and be resurrected from the dead and to be at your right hand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, folks, on this Christmas Day, we're going to talk about this topic, making room for Jesus. My friends, most Christians have probably heard the story of the birth of Jesus, where there was no room available at the inn. So he basically was born in a space near the animals on the hay. Like many things in the Bible, there are multiple meanings for teachings of many scriptures, as is true with the scriptures of Jesus. There was no room for Jesus at his birth, and still today, the majority of the world makes no room for Jesus in their lives. And even as a Christian, we can live a life and not have enough room in our lives for Jesus. Let's start today in Luke chapter 2 in the Amplified Bible, Jesus' birth in Bethlehem. Verse 1, Now in those days a decree went out, from the emperor Caesar Augustus, that all the inhabited world, the Roman Empire, should be registered in a census. Two, this was the first census taken while Aquinas was governor of Syria. And everyone went to register for the census, each to his own city. For so Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth, to Judah, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family of David. 5. In order to register with Mary, who was betrothed to him and was with child. 6. While they were in Bethlehem, the time came for her to give birth. 7. And she gave birth to her son, her firstborn, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no private room for them in the inn. 8. In the same region, there were shepherds staying out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Nine, and the angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them, and the glory of the Lord flashed and shone around them, and they were terribly frightened. Ten, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all the people. Eleven, for this day in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, the Messiah. Twelve, and this will be a sign for you, by which you will recognize him. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Thirteen, and suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, angelic army, praising God and saying, Fourteen, glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among men with whom he is well pleased. 15. When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, and the shepherds began saying one to another, Let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. 16. So they went in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. My friends, on this great Christmas season, we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothing and laying in a manger on the hay because there was no room for him at the inn. 
The same thing is happening in today's society where the majority of people have made no room for Jesus in their lives and have rejected the good news that God sent Jesus to save people from their sins. But those of us that are Christians have the good news and great joy because a Savior has been born, Christ the Lord, our Messiah. Now James chapter 4 in the Amplified Bible. But he gave us more and more grace through the power of the Holy Spirit to defy sin and live an obedient life that reflects both our faith and our gratitude for our salvation. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud and haughty, but continually gives the gift of grace to the humble who turn away from self-righteousness. Seven, so submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Eight, come close to God with a contrite heart, and he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your unfaithful hearts, you double-minded people. Now, verse 10, humble yourselves with an attitude of repentance and insignificance in the presence of the Lord, and he will exalt you. He will lift you up. He will give you purpose. My friends, there are many ways that we can make more room for Jesus in our lives. He gives grace to the humble, those that come with repentance. See, our God is opposed to the proud and haughty, but he gives the gift of grace to those that are humble. One of the ways we make more room for Jesus is to submit to his authority in our lives and come close to him, and he'll come close to us. And see, in these end of the end times, with the church living dirty lives in many cases, we have to choose to purify our unfaithful hearts and not be double-minded and live a clean life until the return of Jesus in the end. Now Psalm 145 in the Amplified Bible, 17, the Lord is unwavering, righteous in all his ways and gracious and kind in all his works. 18, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth without guile. Nine, he will fulfill the desire of those who fear and worship him with awe-inspired reverence and obedience. He will also hear their cry and will save them. 20, the Lord keeps all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. 21, my mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh will bless and gratefully praise his holy name forever and ever. My friends, we can make more room for Jesus by calling on his name in our everyday life because he desires to fulfill our desires if we fear and reverence him and worship him with awe-inspired reverence and obedience, which is walking away from sin. And our mouth shall praise the Lord and his holy name. Psalm 46, 10 and 11 in the Amplified, Be still and know, recognize, understand that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted in the earth. 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold, our refuge, our high tower. My friends, we can make more room for Jesus each and every day, sometimes just by being still and knowing that he's God, that we don't have to do everything. Yes, we're called to obey. Yes, we're his hands and feet on this earth, but we take our refuge. He's our high tower and the Lord of hosts. Now, Ephesians 3, 14 through 18 in the Amplified. For this reason, grasping the greatness of his plan by which Jews and Gentiles are joined together in Christ, 
I bow my knees in reverence before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, God the first and ultimate Father. 16. May he grant you out of the riches of his glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized with power through his spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality. 17. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith, and may you, having been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love, 18, to be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and length and height and depth of his love, fully experiencing that amazing, endless love. My friends, if we're making room for Jesus, love has to be a big part of our life. Number one, love for the Lord. Number two, love for others. And God will strengthen us and spiritually energize us with his Holy Spirit and ground us in his love. Now let's close today in Psalm 23, 1 through 3 in the Amplified, a Psalm of David. One, the Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not want. Two, he lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. Three, he refreshes and restores my soul life. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. My friends, if we're making room for Jesus in our life, then we're letting him feed us and guide us and shield us, and he'll lead us in the still and restful waters. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for Jesus on this Christmas season. So thankful you sent him to be born in Bethlehem. Father, and that he died on that cross. He rose again on the third day, and he's seated at your right hand. And he's the only way to you, Father, and we choose that path. We choose the righteousness of Jesus, and we fall on his blood. And thank you for it. In his name we pray, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.